Welcome to the Movers Resource Guide podcast, connecting you to the resources you need to create success. We chat with the best vendors, associations, mentors, movers, and more, giving you the information you need to make your moving company the best it can be. Today, we're talking with Matt Young from iHaul iMove in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Matt's another great representative of the moving industry. He's a really cool guy. I've known him for a few years. And he is the moving industry resident expert in AI. He's doing more with AI than anybody I know in the moving industry. He's really innovative with it. And he's done some incredible things in his company while using AI. So I wanted to bring him on the podcast, get you guys exposed to him and what he's doing. And hopefully that helps you maybe think about using AI in your company. Uh, We had a great conversation. I hope you guys get something out of it. So with that, here's Matt. All right, Matt, thanks for joining us on the Movers Resource Guide podcast. Really happy to have you here. Have an exciting topic to talk about with, with AI and how that can benefit our moving company. Um, so so welcome to the podcast, and, and we're happy to have you here. Absolutely. Yeah, Brian. So super, super happy to be here. You know, when you, when you invited me, man, I uh, got tickled to kind of be here and uh, kind of join up, dude. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So you're, uh, of all the movers I've met and know, you're like my resident expert on what the heck <laughs> is going on with AI and how to use it for uh, a moving company. So um, really thought this would be a great topic to get out there. Uh, once again, this podcast, I kind of started because I wanted to bring people along my journey of learning and developing. And um, I- I'm going to be honest, AI scares me a little bit. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to embrace it. Uh, we've had a few conversations about it and you're very clearly embracing it a lot better than I am. So um, <laughs> so I'm bringing you on here to kind of teach me a little bit more and so I can learn some things and, and hopefully some other people can too. Oh, for sure, man. So, um, so why don't you kick us off? And yeah. you've been using AI for so many different things in your business. Um, but but why don't you give us an example of something you're using it for right now that's really helping you and, and how you're utilizing that to, to help your business? Okay. Yeah, for sure. You know, a lot of my uh, friends joke that I'm 90% AI at this point. Um, <laughs> sometimes they speculate that I'm sending them messages that were made with AI. Of course, uh, I don't really have time to quite get that in tune with it yet. But, uh, you know, they also joke that like there's little matrix lines going through my body as we speak. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, so how I'm using it right now, kind of in our business, um, I kind of embraced it early on. As soon as I found out about it, it was like, oh, this is released. You got to check this out. And, you know, it's funny. I was making little stories with it and, you know, oh my gosh. And I, it just instantly hit me. I said, this is going to change the world as we know it. Um, it was literally like, uh, I'm sure when the internet came out and that feeling of just like, wow, the possibilities are endless. And now we literally have everything connected to the internet. Um, and so it's pretty wild to, to see what's even happened with that. But so kind of how I'm using it kind of in our day to day is I've went ahead and even my general manager, my head of business development, I ended up buying them all the pro version accounts because we want them to have the best of the best. And at $20 a month per person, it's very affordable for what you can get done, uh, if you really utilize it right. Um, so right now we're really using it for, you know, like we started using it for SEO. 
So we went through okay. and we kind of analyzed competitors' websites, what they were doing kind of with keywording, uh, structures of landing pages, things like that. And we were able to kind of go through and have it help us kind of write content for landing pages that were like, you know, not our main city in Colorado Springs. So sub cities like Colorado, uh, like Woodland Park or Monument. And we developed landing pages with, with specific content for them. And those are performing very well. So now when searching Monument Colorado moving companies were popping up second or third in the organic section as where before we were nowhere to be found. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's incredible. So, <laughs> so you just kind of what do you do? Just copy and paste the text from the competitor's website into AI, have it analyze it and then say, hey, based on these different things, I want you to write me a page that that can compete against these guys or how's that work? For, sh for sure. Like, what could we improve? What are you noticing that they're doing different? Um, you know, kind of guiding that conversation with AI to continue to enhance. I think with AI, too, I think a lot of people get frustrated with I just want to press it once and it spit out the right answer the first time and only time. But what I've really noticed is you kind of have to go back and forth with it a lot uh, yeah. to get it kind of working in the direction that you want it to and improving constantly improving what's what it's outputting. Um, but yeah, so basically just copy paste and then now uh, write me some content uh, that, that's really going to work for us. But I do believe Google has started to pick up on this AI generated content and if I'm not mistaken, they may be kind of punishing people for it. So you do okay. still want to have a little natural language in there and, you know, sometimes add your own flair or change a few words to be more, you know, fit for your brand. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to ultimately help, but at least it's going to guide you in a great direction to get started, especially as you're learning these things. And these things are just skills that you can use to just get better, you know, get better at your business. So. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's, uh, I, I've, I've dabbled in it and had it build some stuff for me and, and write some stuff. And, uh, it, it's, it's really crazy <laughs> what, uh, what it comes out with. And, and I know you're using it way more advanced than we are. So I didn't really think about right away about trying to analyze and build our SEO with it, but I'm sure it can do an incredible job with that. Um, like you said, probably need a little bit of human oversight there to make sure that uh, you're not getting yourself in trouble, right? But um, for sure, wow. for sure. Okay, so so you're using it for SEO. Let's let's go into some other things that you're using it for. Um, we, we talked about a few different things, but let's say for instance, emails. What do you, how are you using it with emails? Yeah, that's a good question. So right now, one of the biggest things that I falter is my email communication. Uh, I, I call it my kryptonite. I've always joked with even clients about it. It's like even texting I'm better at. It's just one of those things where I sit and forget it. Um, so now I have a lot more confidence going into emails that the language is going to sound right. I have kind of some ADHD, so I'll go through <laughs> and like compose an email for like an hour until I think it like sounds the right way. And then I'll go back and it still doesn't sound right. So it does help kind of guide the conversation when I'm like just spitballing Hey, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And it's just a bunch of writing. And then I'm like, can you help? 
guide an email that would actually make sense with this and remove the nuances. <laughs> and then it kind of sets something in motion. And then I'll add a little of my own flair. Like it always does this thing where uh, I hope this email finds you well. And I can't stand that. I'm like, stop doing that. <laughs> stop doing warm regards. Like I have to have like, so I'll do cheers at the end or I'll do something different because it's just sometimes some of that stuff. But at least it does yeah. help it sound like I'm a little smarter than I than I might really truly be. And <laughs> that's always a good thing. I'll take it any day. Absolutely. I, uh, I, I have ADD as well. So I, there are certain things I struggle with and I, I have to make sure like I write these emails, my wife pumps an email out in like two minutes and I'm like 15 yeah. minutes later, I'm still trying to write this email to make sure I <laughs> don't mess it up. Right. So, yep. um, okay. So are, are you guys doing any, um, uh, how do I want to put it? But the mass emails to previous customers are to, to fish for uh, continued referrals from previous customers, or are you not haven't gone that direction yet? So we have a little bit. Um, so, you know, chat GPT, even the new advanced stuff can go ahead and help you write code. So we've had it actually be able to kind of write templates for MailChimp. So like if we want to send a Christmas one, it'll help us kind of put it together with the imagery, the colors, the theming. Um, so it just looks a little different than our standard stuff. So we can kind of send that out. So it gives me much more confidence because MailChimp is one of those things that though we have set up, it was a set and forget kind of situation yeah. that I don't really utilize to its full potential, but just using it to help kind of build confidence on not only our messaging, but you know, Hey, maybe I could have it change this, uh, coding to help it fit, like create me a great email. That works too. I mean, I know they have a little easy builder and things like that, which is yeah. fantastic. But sometimes, you know, going in and getting dirty is kind of fun too, because you <laughs> kind of learn about it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that has helped. Of course, you can have it help, you know, uh, compose even like drip campaigns. Like, hey, what yeah. would be some great emails three days before their move? Five, days, you know, and just help you write that. So I've I've had that content. You know, in place for a while, but yeah. we wrote this like four or five years ago, probably even during. COVID times or something. So I know a lot of it's probably a little outdated. So yeah. I always say it never hurts, like especially in downtime and moving now that we're kind of out of peak season, this is the time to really scale up. And yeah. so this is the time to focus on like, hey, could I go back to my MailChimp emails and improve them in any way or add anything to them? Um, so absolutely have an AI kind of analyze where you're at on things is always great. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, we were doing the drip campaigns and, and we've set them and forget them. And, you know, I, I have to go back and check and see if they're still running or not. Cause I'm not sure, but I, <laughs> hearing this now, I'm like, okay, we, we gotta go back and check those drip campaigns <laughs> a, and then B like, let's, let's comb over them with AI and, and, and make sure they're, uh, <laughs> optimized. Right. Like for what sure, else can yeah. we do with that? Sure. Yeah, one so, of the things that was a little crazy was I still had, um, bringing that back up, that last point was that when I went back to look at that stuff, I still had COVID-19 messaging and like, <laughs> hey, you know, we're here for you. And it's like two or three late years later, it's like, hey, we probably should do something with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, some of this stuff is really nice that you set and forget. Like our, our postcard campaigns are, are like that yes. too, right? Where it's just, but if you're not revisiting those things, you're like, hey, maybe we should tweak this or update this or I uh somebody mentioned the other day about maybe putting a uh, QR code on our postcards and I was like never even thought about that hey why don't we update this um yeah 
And uh, so there's, it's always good to this time of year kind of, you know, go back and check on these things and, and take a look at them. So for sure. One of, one of the things you, you've mentioned a couple of times is coding. I don't yeah. code, don't know anything about coding, but it reminds me of a, a story you told me where you just asked AI to, I don't even remember exactly what it was, but build you something, figure out the coding for it, and then teach you how to put it into your website. For sure. Am I, if I might be relaying <laughs> this wrong, but. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect because uh, I have, like I'll dream up all kinds of different, you know, little things that we could do. And I'm like, how could I do this? And just starting with that question is I'm on WordPress, I'm using this, I'm doing, you know what I mean? And it's starting, it's starting to tell you, well, you would need to do this. And sometimes getting an expert from like Fiverr can't recommend that enough for certain things. Like mm -hmm. sometimes our time as business owners, as much as I like to get in and dirty and I've built like a jack of all trades skill set, um, it's still better to kind of realize that, Hey, I don't have eight hours to sink on this. But if you do, and you do want to start learning those things, it does help saying, Hey, like I built out at one point, I never released it to the public. I do think I gave it to one of my friends as well. And he has it on his website, but I built a, uh, a box calculator kind of situation. So That's you could was, say, yeah. yeah. So you could say, Hey, I have a two bedroom home and it's, it's a full, here's the supplies I would need. I went to our warehouse. I took pictures with the iPhone and now the iPhone has a super cool feature where you can like remove the background from images extremely easy. Yeah. So you don't have to have like crazy Photoshop skill. Yeah. And so we put it all together with the coding and now you can just go on there and it will kind of spitball kind of a rough idea for your customers, a supply count. So I was able to kind of build this from scratch and integrate it into our website. And of course it was a lot of back and forth. It sounds way easier than it was. It wasn't a <laughs> send one message, copy paste situation. But right. if you start to kind of learn these little things, say, oh, this isn't working. I want to change this. You have to have patience because I think what happens is things will break, especially with coding where it's like, oh, it's not working. You'll want to give up. But if you yeah. just have a little more patience on, hey, how can I figure this out or tweak this um, and continue to refine, you definitely can build like crazy tools. Yeah, and I also wonder if you got a lot of us have website and SEO companies that that take care of our websites for us. I wonder yeah. how much of that we could kind of front end build for them and just say, "Hey, this is what I've thought of. This is what I want to use. What else do we need to do to integrate this into my website so maybe it's not costing you so much for them to build this tool on your website from scratch." Exactly. Yeah. Just learning these things. And now even they have, you know, web builder, well, web builders for WordPress, like Elementor, uh, which is mm -hmm. a great one that comes to mind where you're just dragging and dropping. So we do a monthly promotion for 10, 15% off. So right now we're calling it thanks back giving, uh, get 15% <laughs> off. We did a little Turkey emoji and I'm able to go into our WordPress and just do that very quickly. You know what I mean? So learning yeah. Just some mild web skill sets. Um, these are all little things that I think sometimes as movers, we're thinking about, you know, the other side of the business, which is definitely important and don't ignore it. But uh, it is good to kind of know these little things to not have to be like, hey, hit your web guy up for can you change five words on my website? I mean, you don't want to get billed hundreds of dollars an hour for something that could take you maybe five minutes to do. Right. So. Right. Yeah, that's uh, very interesting there. Um Okay, so one one last thing on this kind of this lane that we're in, um, you've done some script building for your sales team, right? I have. Yeah. How, how do, how's how's that gone? 
I'm just yeah, trying to give gone... people a different idea of all the different <laughs> things they can do with this and, and how effective it can be, you know? It's gone really well. And, um, you know, one of the things was, I know, you know, I've, I've known you for a couple of years, Brian, but we finally, I think we may have gotten to meet, uh, you know, close to January when we did a San Diego retreat, all mm-hmm. of us guys. And I think the kind of main point of that was sales training. And so we continued to take pictures of what was up on the slides and what was presented. And I ended up getting a lot of that information and going over to chat GPT. I was hiring a new sales guy. I was really nervous about it. It was a Sunday. And I said, I have to develop a training handbook for this person in a day. And I think I cranked out with chat GPT about 64 pages of content for our week long training. It wasn't quite perfect. And maybe it could have been a little longer. 64 is a lot, but it was just kind of like sales scripts, what to say, what our brand's about, all kinds of things, right? So I went through and just literally hustled and there's no way humanly possible I could have even cranked out three pages back, you know, before ChatGPT and now having it help me take what we've already built with trainings and say, hey, like refine this, build a handbook for me because I have new people starting and it was great. So when I introduced those salespeople into my team, Um, I actually had much better structure and I had actually a handbook or something to show to them as opposed to in the past, just being like, yeah, figured out. Um, (laughs) if you're, if you're anything like me in kind of business, the biggest thing is, is I love telling people what to do, but I hate showing them how to do it. If that makes Uh, sense. (laughs) It it, it totally does. And I, you know, I actually used to be a a high school business teacher years ago, right? I used to enjoy taking time to teach people how to do stuff. Yeah. And now as a business owner, there's so much pressure. There's so many demands on your time and getting pulled so many directions. I don't have the patience anymore to take the time to teach people stuff because there's that constant anxiety of I I need to be doing this other thing. I don't have time to do this. And I've become an awful teacher in the process. (laughs) So uh, I I, that resonates with me. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) And I think you know, we have to change that mindset because I'll just be like, go do this. And they're like, well, how do I do it? And I'm like, just figure it out. And it's like, but <laughs> we have to actually take them by the hand and like patiently yeah. show them. But I hate that part of it. It's like, it's you know, doing a fun process <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's time consuming. Okay. So we're, we're, we're about halfway through here. So I, I like to take a little break and, uh, let's, let's tell some entertaining or funny stories, uh, um, so I'd like to take this opportunity to see what, what you have for us as far as a, uh, a, a something funny for us to listen to. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, to kind of get into it, you know, owning a moving company, it's crazy, right? The stories that yeah. you're going to come away with, even in the first six months to now, even in my 15th year, I still are, still hear things that are like head scratchers. Right. Yeah. And you know, one of the ones that kind of stood out to me was, you know, I think it was about five years ago. Um, we have this gated community here in Calder Springs called Kissing Camels, which I hope to live on one day. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we went to go move a client and it was funny. We get an email the next day from this client saying, one of your guys defecated behind my air conditioner. Um, and she sends a picture and it looks like, like a napkin with like barbecue sauce on it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> doesn't even look like, and of course, back then, I think, you know, picture quality was a little worse on phones. So it was really hard yeah. to kind of tell what was made out on it. And it was just kind of funny to uh, have her tell us that. Then she goes, well, I'm going to get you kicked off of this gated community. So through this process, we get kicked off the gated community, can't come back. 
you know, and of course those are super wealthy clients that we're trying to yeah. obtain over there. So it took yeah. about a month. I had to actually go back, beg to get back in with them. Um, but that's, I think just kind of the funny side of it is that like, you can get blamed for anything and everything doing moving. And, yeah. you know, here we are moving a million dollar mansion and somehow a client thinks that one of our guys is literally, cause I think the client left us alone that day. They were just, we were loading up and mm -hmm. to think that our client are that our, one of our workers is going to go out and defecate behind the air conditioner when we have like probably a toilet that has a bidet, a seat warmer and all the <laughs> right. likes, like, why would we do that? It just I, makes zero sense. Right. I, sometimes um, I, sometimes I just wonder what customers are thinking. I, it, we've gotten blamed for weird things before. And you're just like, I, rem I don't remember what it was, but I, one time we were, the customer is trying to blame us for stealing some like clothing item or a box of clothes or it, it was just <laughs> it, it was like their their mom's clothes that and she's passed away or whatever and it's like <sighs> listen we don't want that stuff I, I i get that you can't find it and it's gone right now or that it's you know you haven't unpacked it yet but sit back and really think of it. why would we want that <laughs> like we're yeah. not gonna like you know, I assure you. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think as most movers, they could understand like, hey, your 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 kid's PS5 is missing. Yeah. That's okay. Thing. Once again, we have not had that issue here with our movers. I want to be clear about that. But yeah, if somebody came with that argument, you could wrap your brain around. OK, that might be something that the movers would want. Um, hopefully those people aren't working for me or for you. Um, of course. But. But you could like wrap your brain around that, but stealing something else or defecating behind the air conditioner, like <laughs> I yeah. know we've all had those stories, right? <laughs> it's just wild what they come up with. So of of um, course, you never you never know that like you're gonna get hit with that one day and you're just like, wait, what? So um <laughs> I still think, you know, our worker, he's actually a good friend of mine as well. He still gets he still gets the, those jokes from time to time. I feel bad for him that it ever developed into this, but uh, it yeah, is what it is. Yeah. Sorry, hey. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure there's a mover listening to this and it's like, it's not just me. Like yeah. my customers aren't the only crazy ones. So, no, of course. Um, <laughs> and it's just general public work. You're going to, and moving stressful. It's not an easy thing. So of course you're going to hear all of this abnormal stuff. And I'm sure for that person, it's just an emotional attachment to those clothes made it like, Hey, I'm missing this. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah. it's kind of wild. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, okay. So I, I think we got another interesting story. You tried to play a joke on your family with AI, right? I'd like to yeah, hear about that one. <laughs> yeah, I did. So, you know, recently they had a feature come out with, uh, you know, the the pro chat GPT uh, situation, and you can now generate images. Uh, you can kind of say, "Hey, um, this generate me this kind of image or whatever," right? And I went on, and you know, my grandpa had a moving company back, I think, in the fifties. It was called Young's Transfer down in okay. Salina, Kansas, and I tried to describe what his truck would have looked like, what he looks like. And hey, develop me this picture, do black and white. And I continued to refine it and finally sent it to my family and said, hey, is this grandpa? And of course, it kind of looked like him, not really. But they were like, no, no way it's grandpa. But maybe that was X and X and X. And I'm going to ask these people who it was. And I'm going to send this picture to them. And I kind of fooled the whole family into thinking like, 
hey, this might have actually been a pitcher back from then. Um, <laughs> I did come clean shortly after, but they still might have thought it was real. Like they they still yeah. didn't get that this could have been AI that developed this and how crazy that truly is to make an image that even is that partially believable uh, by just describing something. Um, it's wild. Yeah, it's it, it's going to be really interesting to see what we can do with that. And unfortunately, there's going to be some, you know, it's not just going to be positive and helpful things that come from that. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, just even thinking, you know, it's election season, right? Like all the crazy things that are, it, that's going to be used for that. And we're, we're getting to a point in time where you're just not going to be able to trust what your eyes are telling you anymore. Um, which is, I think that's probably maybe the part of AI that scares yeah. me a little bit, but we're just going to focus on the positive things that we can the do to help us run our businesses. Exactly. Um, well, and I think that's it, man. It is super scary to think like imagery, like it's one thing for content writing. Yeah. It's a whole nother thing with like the thought that someone could use your picture or your likeness to frame you doing something that you didn't do. So it's one of those things where now even laws and, you know, things like that, uh, prosecutors all have to catch up with this world of this, you know, did it yeah. really happen or did it not? And it's like, even with voice, like there's, yeah. there's voice AI that could take your voice, Brian, and go, someone could go take and say that you said something you didn't truly say. And I know they've done this to Joe Rogan. It's pretty wild. Uh, what's going on out there. So there is yeah. some scary side of it, but there is a lot of positive and, and just like the internet, there's been some scary stuff, but there's also been some great positives of our life. And we have to kind of embrace that. It's going to be kind of equal in that regard. Yeah. So. And so, and, and certainly there's that side of it that scares me about it, but <clears throat> And, and so there's a part of me, and I think a lot of people are like this, where they're like, that's kind of scary. I kind of want to keep my distance from that. And, yeah. and the part that I'm still working on myself with, if I'm being honest, is saying, hey, whether I like it or not, or whether I'm comfortable with it or not, it's happening. And yeah, for sure. The, the bad things are going to happen, whether I keep away from it or not. And the good things are going to happen to me or my competitors. Um, and that's just a matter of whether I choose to use it or not. So if I choose to use it to help me improve my business, I'm going to be a beneficiary of it. But either way, we might be, uh, you know, we might have see some negative things from it in our lives, but we, we kind of well. want to, you know, it, it's happening whether you like it or not. So there's a interesting story about the wave of change, right? Yeah. You're either riding the wave of change or you're getting buried under the wave of change. That's so, um, I feel like it's something that, that we, we all need to embrace and figure out. Um, and so maybe real quick, uh, you know, if, if that's our feeling, we're just not even sure where to start. We're a little scared of it. What would you suggest to just start getting into it? At least step one to wrap your brain around it. And what's a good starting point for people? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously, you know, going on ChatGPT, uh, starting with the free account and just trying to embrace, you know, questions about your business. Hey, this is who I am. I own a moving company. Um, this is our clientele. Uh, this is kind of what's going on financially with us right now. Like, how could we improve and just start to ask questions slowly? Don't try to say, hey, let me send one message and have it spitball everything and then it's just done. Almost consider it like if you were talking to a high level, you know, Tony Robbins or, you know, for us movers, you know, we have Louis Massaro. 
imagine you're talking to that individual and you literally have them in your pocket and they have almost all of the answers and no, it's not perfect all the time, but I think embracing this idea of using that chat bot functionality, that's why they call it chat GPT is messaging it back and forth and then getting, getting that out of it. So I think just embracing that, I know it's weird talking to a computer, (laughs) (laughs) I get it, but it definitely embrace kind of, if you can embrace it and get over that hump of, Hey, I'm talking to a computer and see the benefits of what it's telling you. It can kind of help guide you into a great clarity and direction of like, where am I going? What do I want out of this business? Right. Um, and just starting to ask those questions. I'll, I'll ask it stuff that's not just about business and, you know, hey, personal stuff or medical questions or other things yeah. to help just guide. And it's also helped me not have to dig through 20 pages on Google to figure out exactly what I maybe what I wanted. And now I'm actually getting some time back as well. So using it as a time tool to to help guide that, like, you know, that's one thing, you know, you and I, Brian, we have the same 24 uh, seven, you know, Um <laughs> We, we're not going to get time back. And that's, that's the big thing is like, can we use this to help us save time so that we can spend more time with our family, our friends, enjoying things. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the, that's the idea, right? You want to want to make money in your business, but you also want to live your life too. Right. Yeah. And that's been, it's been hard for me to, to figure I still have this balancing. I was telling my kid yesterday, I said, what's one thing you dislike about that daddy does? And you work too much downstairs. I'm like, well, what's one thing you love that daddy does when you play with me outside and we do, it's like, well, to do this, I have to do this. And unfortunately doing this had, you know what I mean? It's like, you got to have the balance, right? Unfortunately. You do. And it's not, not always fun, but you gotta, you gotta figure it out. Um, uh, the book, the one thing said, there's, it's, it's a, an illusion that, that, that you can have work-life balance. It's, it's a constant, uh, ebb and flow where it's, it's always off balance, but over time it's balanced. You know, this week might be a heavy work week, but next week we're going to spend more family time or this season in our business is going to be tough, but in the off season, we're going to, we're going to make that time up. So I, I try to remind myself of that sometimes, but it's difficult. Yeah. So, I couldn't agree more. Yep. Uh, this podcast time is flying by, Matt. Uh, yeah. This one in particular, I don't know. It's it's like just catching up on me here. So before we run out of time, <laughs> um, you're doing some interesting things with postcards and helping movers. So I, I want to give you an opportunity to kind of talk about that and, and what you're doing with that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, right now, you know, when I went to a recent conference, uh, the speaker, you know, Lewis got got on stage and he said, you got to pivot to your true self, right? And it started making me think that after 15 years of, you know, doing moving, I still own the company, it's still doing well, uh, that Mm -hmm. I kind of want to owe it to myself to try something new and exciting, try something different. And one of the biggest strengths that I've had in my business is direct mail. I've just always been on top of it, doing it ourselves daily. And uh, it made me think like, well, what's the evolution of that? You know, and I'm sure I've used ChatGPT to kind of help guide this, but <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that was really handwritten and personal connections. Like right now, what I think, and you said it, you know, you kind of could get stagnant on a postcard design. Postcards are super important, but mm-hmm. it's showing up in a stack of 10 other moving companies, postcards, right? So how can you stand out? How can you be different? So we went through with a nice thank you card size. We go ahead and print on it 
and uh, we go ahead and handwrite on it as well with robots. So that's okay. why we embrace the name Moving Letters AI. So we're helping moving company owners if they want to do kind of some more personable outreach. Uh, that's kind of what we went to do. Um, and that's something that we're trying to develop as well. And I kind of owe it myself to try something different. So 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 moving letters ai so you're you're sending postcards but you're also using ai to kind of have like a more of a personal handwritten um description essentially or or uh call to action i guess maybe yeah. For, for sure. Yeah. So um, we're not actually sending postcards. There's plenty of those companies out there and they're great. Okay. Um, we're actually doing like a thank you size or like a birthday card size. It's a, oh, okay. it's a five by seven. It's foldable. It gets stuffed in the envelope. The envelope okay. also gets handwritten on for the addressing. And then when they open it up in the inside, you know, we have the handwriting. But then okay. we also have like a print of maybe your picture, Brian, or your, your family. And then on the, the outside, we have kind of your logo, a call to action. On the back, we have a trackable QR code that can we can inject your Facebook pixel for retargeting onto. And we can obviously track it for, you know, metrics. So, uh, yeah, so we're kind of, you know, using this. It's a little more of a premium uh, product. We think it goes yeah. hand in hand with your postcard, but this okay. is really for homes that you want to target that might be 700,000 and above or million dollar homes, right? Uh, yeah. This isn't something I would say could full replace your postcard strategy because unfortunately using robots, there's still a lot of manual process to getting it to handwrite your message and you know make <laughs> it look natural. But we are using AI algorithms to uh, randomize the characters, which is super cool. So, you know, uh, there's over 300 variations of each letter. Uh, so it really makes it unique. Wow, that's, it's really incredible what you're doing. It, it's super impressive, Matt. Like you've Thanks always so been much, a, a great resource to me. And, you know, we've shared some ideas uh, over the past few years since we we've have, known yeah. each other. And uh, I, I always feel like you're always a few steps ahead of me. And now you're like <laughs> miles and miles ahead, right? Yeah, but... Uh, but <laughs> It's nothing, but, man. You know, in business, it's one of those things where like, there's so many other businesses that I see that are doing so well and, you know, in their own way, but it's all different, right? You know, like I might super be into technology. It's just who I am, but yeah. somebody else might be super good at all kinds of other things. So I always say that like, we're all stronger together than we are apart, especially Absolutely. in like the moving community. I think it's one of the most unique and fun communities I've ever been a part of is to like, just get together on this. And like, I know at one point I was trying to figure out valuations and I called you, Brian, and you're like, dude, I got this figured out, man. Like, check this out. I got this great presentation <laughs> I did. And it yeah. was so helpful for me uh, to like see that. And of course, we always want to offer a helping hand for people because I always yeah. love seeing other people succeed on like our, you know, what we've come up with, right? And all yeah. together as a collective, you know, like we're all stronger Absolutely. together for sure. Yeah, no, it, it's it, it's it's great. And um, I, there's just so much to learn with this stuff and you've just <laughs> do dove into it head first. Uh, with, I did. Just embraced it fully. Uh, and so re really proud of you for that and excited for you and what, what's Thank to you, come. Um, so uh, real quick, if, if somebody, wanted to get in touch with you and we're going to give your contact info uh but of course if, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you for the the moving letters ai um how would they do that 
For sure. Well, the web address is just movingletters.ai, so super simple. Um, And so on there, we have all of our contact information, a nice web form. And then we're setting up, you know, appointments weekly to just kind of go over your current mail strategy, offer tips just even on your postcards and what you could be doing differently to maximize your campaigns. Even if you don't want to do the handwritten strategy, we're always there to just kind of try to help guide people because direct mail is a very good form of hey, these people actually have to move. They listed their home. These things have to get out of there somehow. So how can we target them more? And I think just one postcard sometimes isn't enough. Maybe a bigger overall strategy is certainly something that some folks should look at. So yeah, for sure. Well, that's exciting. I know it's so brand new for you. I haven't had a time to talk to you about it, but we will definitely talk about it. Let's do it. uh, Because I'm very curious and and interested in that. So um, awesome. Well, hey, Matt. I know you're busy. Really appreciate your time. This was, nah, man, appreciate I, it. I don't want to take anything away from my other podcast I've recorded, <laughs> but this one for me flew by the quickest. Let's so, go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go so, boys. Yeah. So, uh, really appreciate you coming on. Um, this was great. I, I hopefully people took up, get a lot out of it. Um, I, I know I have, but, uh, you know, thank you for your time. Appreciate you taking the time to come see us. Of course. Thanks, Brian. And thank you so much for everything you're doing for the community, man. Love the podcast. Subscribe to this podcast, guys. You get so much out of it. So thank you for that, man. All right. Thanks, man. Awesome. Okay. We hope you guys enjoyed that. I really want to thank Matt for taking the time uh, to, to join us here on the podcast. I think he, he's, it was a really interesting conversation. If you have any questions for Matt or you'd like to contact him, his email is matt, M-A-T-T, at iHallIMove.com. Also, if you didn't get it in the podcast, uh, another way to get to him and see what he's doing is movingletters.ai. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, tell a friend about it. Subscribe. Uh, Remember that we're not just a video podcast on YouTube. We're available in all podcast channels. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you will be able to find us. Uh, Just So just look for Movers Resource Guide. Um, If you have any questions or have any ideas for future shows, please send us an email at moversresourceguide at gmail.com. Once again, we appreciate you listening. Thank you for taking the time with us and uh, enjoy your day. Now get moving.